Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chris, I think it's you and me and then maybe the people on the news that are at work Mm -hmm. right now. Most people are not sleeping from last night yet. Uh, Yeah, I think when we got up, they were just going to bed. At P&L, they extended it from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. to close just because the celebration was so wild. Oh, man. And as somebody that lives downtown, yes, it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a constant screaming and fireworks and gunshots all night. Over by you in Raytown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have the... Well, we probably had the gunshots. Oh, you for sure did. But there was just so much screaming and honking that it was wild. I heard downtown was just gridlocked. Yes, I saw that. I got up to go to the bathroom at like midnight and it was... I looked outside. I was like, damn, glad that I'm not driving right now. Mm. Got that view at that place. But yeah, no, nothing... I want... Today is not going to run the way that a normal Monday would run in Kansas City. For sure. It's going to be like, if you go to a gas station, there's going to be like a little, I don't know, uh, bowl sitting at the register that's like, leave your money. <laughs> we believe you. We trust you. Yeah. Every, everybody's a little bit drunk today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hungover. Still. It's ridiculous. There's an excuse note on our Instagram. Yeah. That says, to whom it may concern on Monday, please excuse blank from work as they'll be busy celebrating the bleep bleep championship of the Chiefs. And then it's signed all of us. And so for a second, I was like, wait a minute. Do we not have to work? (gasps) Why are we here? I think that we still have to work, but everybody else doesn't. Also, I'm really, really confused because my signature is on here and that is not my signature. Somebody forged my signature on this note. My handwriting is nowhere near as nice no, as that. That's a little girly for you. Right. If that's the correct. My signature is more like Laszlo's. So I know that he wasn't the to, one. To be honest, does that not look like Taylor Swift's handwriting? Oh, it does. That S? In mine? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I'd like to submit one of these to Laszlo so I can go home. Yeah, right? I don't think it works like that for us. Damn it. There's still, like, holes in the playlist and stuff, so I guess, no, we're going we're gonna to be here. But that's okay, because there's so much stuff to talk about. There's the game. There's everything going on after today. There's the weather coming up for the parade. There's facts and stats and all this other stuff, and we'll get to that coming up. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. So, what does it feel like to have watched the game from the comfort of a couch and a bathroom that you could use freely? Many bathrooms at your house? It was wonderful. I was able to spread my arms out on the couch and not have to worry about any other people and their viruses. Oh, God. That is the opposite of what it was like. Literally the opposite of what it was like at P&L. I saw a few pictures, but I don't think it properly represents how packed it was. 30,000 people. What? In one and a half city block. It was, it was pure misery <laughs> and pure bliss mixed together. Only way to describe it. Have you ever been in another this 
celebration such as this before? Yeah, yeah. When I lived in Seattle, the Seahawks won one. When Obama was elected president, there was a big celebration like that. But, I mean, power and light was insane. It was insane. But it, but everyone was happy, you know? So it wasn't, people there weren't in bad moods. Even when we were down a little bit, everyone was still in a really good mood. But the line for the bathroom was two hours long. No Two way. hours How? long. How to, was because it? they did not... We watched it on Grand, where they put up a screen. Okay. Because there was no getting in PNL. If you didn't show up at 8 o'clock in the morning yesterday, there was no getting inside KC Live, like the KC Live area. So, for everybody else, we watched it right next to the Sprint Center. They closed down the road on Grand right there. They put up this screen that was, I don't know, a 42-inch TV for <laughs> ten or 20,000 people to watch. And, of course, all the tall people are right in front of us, yeah. right? Um, but they had, I think, four bathrooms. Four. How is that even possible? I, I feel We were all standing there going, like, come on, they could have planned this a little bit better. A little bit better. Couldn't they have, like, chosen other places to just kind of... There's so many people, you can just kind of go. They knew that that many people were coming. It was, you know, like the food lines were out the door. Like, it was it was just, um, like I said, pure misery. Does it ever make you nervous when you're in that large of a crowd? Even though you know it's a good thing and your celebration, it can always, at any moment, you never know. Well, I mean, there there is a feeling when you're out in an event like that, a space like that. We all kind of had the unspoken feeling of like, oh, there was a mass shooting right now. Ooh. This would be where they do it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awful. I mean, everything was fine. There was no, I don't even think there was a fight at all. There were also zero, zero. Out of 30,000 people, there were zero San Francisco 49er fans out there. Maybe they got, like, told not to come or something, but zero. I never saw a single uh, maroon or gold jersey or anything. It was all Chiefs fans. I can't imagine anyone being brave enough to venture out of that yeah, gold. Yeah, for real. For real. But it was, there was so much love and you could hear, we could hear um, the, uh, inside the P&L, inside um, Casey Live, like celebrating, we're celebrating out here and it was just historic. So like, st- what is it still going on when you left this morning? No, they said that it was supposed to close at two, but they stayed open one extra hour. So yes, about when I started waking up for this job, people were leaving. Hmm. Were there any fireworks downtown? Oh my God, Yes. So much. I mean, they were all over the place. Yeah. Because like, we watched we, the very last part of the game up in my apartment. Because we couldn't see the damn screen because it was, again, a 42-inch screen. So you went to enjoy it in the comfort of your home? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, where there was bathrooms that you didn't have to wait in line for for two hours. Uh, uh, and Did you see on the, the weather service release the tweet saying that they could see the, the fireworks, fireworks and everything on the radar? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes! It was literally nonstop. Such a celebration. Like, the moment you knew that we won, which is about two minutes before the game was over, mm-hmm. like, the second that the, the 49ers threw the ball and it was, like, fourth down, and we all just kind of sat there and we're like, we just won the SB. And then it was really funny watching the last two minutes of the game. Because mm-hmm. the game was still going on and everybody was celebrating. Yeah. Do you remember seeing that? I, I had to ask about 25 times to confirm. It's like, so this has happened. Like, do I still see time on the game? Like, are we sure that this is confirmed? How do we know that for sure? Ugh. Because we know. We do. Because they did not have enough time. You know, it was so funny. I was with people that are from here. And about fourth quarter, they started freaking out. I was like, what is wrong with you? We've got 15 minutes. 
That's an eternity for Mahomes. It's a whole, yeah, exactly. Like, if there's, when we get down to two minutes, still back by 10, and San Francisco has the ball, then I'll worry. But up until that point, we've got so much time on our hands. Have we not become accustomed to what Mr. Patrick likes to do? He wants the other team to score some points so we can actually have a challenge. Sure, that's what you think. Mm-hmm. My, I don't know. My theory is that they're apparently they need like the absolute worst circumstances and pressure to actually start catching the ball. So they basically need your mom watching them. Maybe their moms. Oof, this is a good game, and we got so much more to talk about it coming up too. Music, world, local, and unofficial holiday. Digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. Got some good news and bad news. What do you want first? I always want the bad news first. Okay. Kansas City Star is moving their archives over to newspapers.com, and they're not officially complete with that. So I don't have 100 years ago. Oh, no. Front page of the Kansas City Star. So what's the good news? The good news is, thankfully, newspapers.com has the Kansas City Kansan from 100 years ago. So oh, good. we're going to be moving our news to the other side of the mighty Missouri for our news 100 years ago. Tell further notice with the Kansas City Kansan. I can deal with that. Yeah, but let's kick it off right now with... <laughs> is it bad that the first thing that's on this list reminded me of you and that teacher Becky F? Hold on. It does, doesn't even compare. You can't even correlate the two. It's apples to, like, pineapple. <laughs> All right. All right. On this day in 1998, Mary Kay Latorno violates pro- probation with her 14-year-old father of her baby by boinking in the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to do that. No, you're not. They, they were together for a while, though. They were. I have a her excuse. Am I sorry he's the father of my children and that we're married and this is the man of my life? No, I'm not. First of all, I was a teacher and Billy was once a student. There was nothing going on at all when he was a student of mine. But he was 13. They officially divorced in August of last year. Officially. (laughs) Good. They made it longer than a lot of people. That's true. I, you know, I know it's that impressive. that's wrong on every level, but mm. all right, let's just move on to 1995. Please. Eileen Collins is the first woman to command the space shuttle, and he, they asked her what it was like driving the space shuttle. Right, here, here's her response. The the space shuttle orbiter is just an amazing flying machine. It's it's a rocket. It's a spaceship. It's an airplane. It is just very smooth. It's very responsive. I was actually quite pleased. It's the first time I've actually flown the shuttle in the atmosphere. I wonder how she actually feels. By the way, I did do the search. That is not the space lady that put the diaper on and drove all the way across the country to shoot her ex. Remember that story from a couple years ago? I do. That was... How do you forget a story like that? You don't. I'm just like, please don't be Eileen Collins. Please don't be (laughs) Eileen Collins. No, it was not. On this day in 1984, the first embryo transfer from a woman to another woman, resulting in a pregnancy, was born today. A baby was born today. You know, they they tried it with horses before they tried it with humans, and mm, not a Google search you want to look at. 
horse Ooh. embryo transfer. No, thank you. No. You're, Buzz fam, you're going to have to go Google that yourself at home. Please don't. Mm-mm. On this day in 1982, porn star John Holmes ordered a stand trial for murder. Here's a little explanation of who this man is. Late 1970s, hardcore porno star John Curtis Holmes was an icon of Hollywood success. Movies, money, sex and drugs. The brutal slayings known as the Wonderland murders were, for all intents and purposes, the results of Holmes' insatiable drug addiction and his utter lack of moral judgment. The, uh, those happened like half a mile from where I lived in L.A., in Laurel Canyon. What? Yeah, you drive by the house. There's so many murders up there in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. But also, he was the person that the character Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights was based off of. That's a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in music history in 1980, Studio 54 throws its very last bash because of the owner's tax evasion and things like this. This is where I first had my first drugs. So the police kind of found out about that and said, yeah, maybe we shouldn't allow this to happen, but I think that would have been a pretty cool place to go. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. If I could take a time machine back, I'd be trying to get into Studio 54. (laughs) I would die. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. On this day in also music history in 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, Killed in a plane crash that would later be known as the day the music died. And, of course, we knew that Don McLean wrote American Pie about this. And I've got the actual breaking news clip for when it actually happened. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Three young singers who soared to the heights of show business on the current rock and roll craze were killed today in the crash of a light plane in an Iowa snow flurry. Their small chartered plane crashed in a lonely farmyard about 15 miles northwest of Mason City. Cause of the crash was due to inclement weather conditions. Chris, you said that your family lived very close to where this happened. I believe it's the farm next to where the plane crashed. No way. Yeah, it's insane. Crazy. Also, musical artists and planes are not a good thing. Ricky Nelson died in a plane crash. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Randy Rhodes. Otis Redding, Leonard Skinner, Aaliyah, Patsy Cline, and they're still looking for Glenn Miller. I'm... Thank you. I was waiting. <laughs> what You and me and the oldest person that's listening to the buzz right now just chuckled. Oh, They'll never find Glenn Miller. They won't. On this day in local history, 1939, The Call, a local African-American newspaper, publishes six stories about Lucille Bluford, an African-American journalist who tried to get into MU School of Journalism, and they denied her. Like, really bad. So she was originally accepted to the Missouri School of Journalism in Columbia. During the enrollment process... Oh, no. What happened? They looked at her. Oh! And then they're like, nah, because you are black, we don't want you in our school. That's horrible. Well, no, what's horrible is what continues to, like, this whole rest of the, the way that this story goes. She was... There was a, an all-black university that she was expected to go to. They didn't have a journalism, uh, like, department at all, right? And so she tried 11 more times to get into the Missouri School of Journalism back in the day. 11 times, no. Then it goes as far as the Missouri Supreme Court, but unfortunately, people could still be disgusting, ignorant pieces of crap back there, even in the highest positions, so she never got in. That sucks. 
1989, she was given an honorary degree, though, and then a lot of stuff in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and Columbia is named after her. So, well, uh, good. I don't know if that makes that better, but mm. Mm, that's just a tragic story. They didn't even have a journalism department in the school she was supposed to go to. She just wanted to get a degree, wanted to better herself. On this day in 1887, to avoid disputed national elections, the U.S. Congress creates the Electoral Count Act. I'm still totally confused about that, but I just go and vote and <laughs> hope it works out. Yes. One voice, one vote. You just hope that that's actually what it is. <laughs> hope I filled that circle in good. <laughs> On this day in 1882, circus owner P.T. Barnum buys his world-famous elephant and here's an actor's portrayal of the day that he decided to buy it he ventured to ask my friend if he would sell jumbo to which i replied i will give ten thousand dollars for jumbo but the zoo will never sell him two days afterwards my offer of ten thousand dollars was accepted did you get that from american experience on pbs by any chance? I uh, think that was from that. Okay, there's a great, like, 40-hour documentary yeah. uh, on PBS called American Experience, the Circus, and you get to learn about all this stuff. Jumbo? The elephant was a huge deal. Huge, huge, huge deal. Um, the term, the name Jumbo, as far as size, mm-hmm. literally came from that elephant. And by the way, one day, Jumbo, like the most beloved thing in the entire United States, is just walking out on the field and all of a sudden get hit, gets hit by a train and that's how poor Jumbo oh, passed away. No. Yeah, like way too soon. That's bad. Way too soon. That had to have been a little elephanty. Oh, bad. Well, you're going for a pun there? I was trying to, but it didn't work out. <laughs> all right, on this day in 1863, Samuel Clemens first uses the pen name Mark Twain. Did he do it on Craigslist? Probably. Cool. Casual encounters. Mm-hmm. Also, let's go a little further back to 1690. First paper money in America, issued by Massachusetts Colony, was used to pay the soldiers fighting the soldiers in Quebec. 1690. They got paid two cents an hour. Ugh, that was paper money back then. It's just it's worth the same here now. <laughs> All right. So, like I said earlier... The Kansas City Star archives are under, they're being moved somewhere. So I was able to find the Kansas City Kansan. So we're getting news from 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City Kansan, until the uh, archives are back up. So get this, Dr. Glion's shots. Worried by the nationwide reports of the ravages of influenza, 25 people were waiting at the health commissioner's office this morning to be shot with an anti-flu vaccine. The vaccine was prepared at the Mayo Brothers Clinic in Minnesota. So now it's like, all right, okay. That's mm-hmm. that's a name we recognize yeah. now. Um, it's not proven that the shot prevents flu. It does aid greatly in building up a resistance against the disease. The state health department has such confidence in the vaccine that they have purchased enough to vaccinate the entire state of Kansas. Well, isn't that nice? So you're saying all the children... That died in the 1918 flu, flu was because they weren't vaccinated. Well, guess what? This They didn't really discover the way to the flu vax uh, until 1938. So what are what they pumping in the into these years? people? That's what I'm saying. They're pumping these people with a flu vaccine in Kansas City, Kansas, 100 years ago. And it is not what eventually ends up being the actual flu vaccine. It oh. takes... 12 more, 18 more years. What we do to our citizens appalls me sometimes. Well, they thought it was going to be a, a, a thing. I mean, mm. I guess that's how you, like, get to 
fixing. I mean, you, you got to learn and research somehow, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Unofficial holidays. Christopher? Well, it is Golden Retriever Day. When I think dog, that's what I think of. Is that Lassie? Or is that just the... No, Lassie. No. He was the... Collie. Collie. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, uh, the, the, What's the famous Golden Retriever? The dog in Full House. Oh, yes. I, there was a dog in Homeward Bound. All those animals are dead. Move on. It is also Carrot Cake Day. Ugh. I like Carrot My Cake. My mother loves Carrot Cake. If it's done well and has a nice frosting on it, Ugh. Mm, Ugh. Ugh. delicious. Isn't it a cream cheese frosting on top? If it's not too cream cheesy. <laughs> and it is also, I, I, I have personally made... <laughs> This day, an official holiday. It'll be the first one we've ever, second one maybe we've celebrated, but it is the day after the Chiefs won the big game! Yes, it's the day that everybody calls out of work Woo! because they're sick yeah. from drinking. <laughs> Go Chiefs! You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. There is an absence note, absence from work note on our Instagram that you can print out and give to your boss. And we are not allowed to use those ourselves, but we have signed them for you. And for the four people that are probably up driving around right now, Mm -hmm. listening, that are having to work, we got some news for you. We sure do. All Chiefs related. Well, uh, in about the worst thing that you can possibly imagine to happen before a big game, like, I don't know, your power going out. I can't believe this story. (laughs) In Lee's Summit, around 2,000 customers, around 3 p.m., had the entire power outage, and they couldn't restore any power, and they suggested that we might have it renewed sometime later this evening. Can you imagine the mass exodus to one people around 4 or 5 o'clock, the power wasn't getting back on, to the bar, the restaurants that were already packed? Oh, yeah. Especially if you had all this stuff for, like, the most awesome game, big game party, and then all of a sudden it all goes bad as well because, oh, that's a nightmare. That would Of all suck. the days. Well, I wonder what it was. No one knows, though. I read deep into that story, too. Luckily, power was restored around 7 but I can't imagine anyone waiting around that long. Yeah, for real. That was, they, I guess they listened to it on the radio back in the day. Radio, uh, you know, radio never, we're here. It's true. We're here. Uh, we celebrated a lot last night. So much that the National Weather Service announced the fireworks appeared on the Doppler radar <laughs> the moments after we won. You can check out their Twitter. It's just a glorious celebration of a big... Like a giant firework, basically. Yep, it's beautiful. You can see our celebration basically from space. And then as soon as we won the big game last night, people were already lining up at, like, Academy Sports to get some of this championship gear. Even after they opened, there were still lines around the block. And Dick Sporting's Good is opening two minutes ago. So they've already opened literally right now. So you All can right. go get stuff from them, as well as uh, Academy Sports and Rally House. They will have some... Of your championship chiefs gear. Some stuff on sale, too, as well. Also, we're going to need you to avoid the airport. KCI, you will not see the chiefs 
player coming in. They're going to be at some secret backdoor bunker and secretly let out. You will have no opportunity to see them, so there's no use of wasting your time. That's what they say. Yeah, they're saying don't show up because, like the paparazzi. Don't be the paparazzi. If you have to go home and you have a flight, absolutely go to the airport, but you will not see them arrive. So don't pull like a Beatles 1964 thing. You're just going to stand there and look dumb. And if you do, take pictures. Yeah, we'll be able to see all the players on Wednesday as well. Speaking of Wednesday, there might be some school closings all over the metro. So far, we've got the KCK Public Schools and Smithville. They've announced no school. And we're assuming they're, I'm going to, well, let's influence the schools to just cancel Wednesday because nobody's going to want to come and we need to be unified and celebrating this big victory. My mind is blown that kids are getting off school. I watched the game with a bunch of teachers and they're like, yes, I have Wednesday off. You need to, you know, when the game wasn't going so well, <laughs> come on, moms, you got to do this. You got to be able to catch this Travis Kelsey. I want Wednesday off. Closing school. Yes. Closing school for this. I love it. It's kind of like when you have a really strict, strict, strict parent and then they let you, I don't know, eat candy when you're not supposed to. That's what this feels like. Mm, you're yes. like, this goes against everything that you stand for. Closing because a football team but I'll won it. a big game. Yeah, exactly. And the reason they want Wednesday off because the Chiefs parade is scheduled for Wednesday at 11.30. Now, we think they'll announce the route tomorrow. Yeah, there's. I've got mixed signals about this. Officially, they're saying they're going to announce the route tomorrow, but I've heard other places that they'll do that today. Mm-hmm. I don't know, 50-50. Let's sit in anticipation. And but we do know the end point. Yes, there will be a victory rally at Union Station at 1.30. So we'll, that blue we had in 2015, we're going to shift to red in 2020. It's going to be glorious. I'm so excited to see the red. Uh, but not to bring it all back down, uh, there's going to be some snow tomorrow. I know. And Why can't it be 60 like <laughs> it was? We're not going to get much accumulation, but it's definitely going to bring the cold. It possibly will be below freezing on Wednesday, so bring your blankets and your jackets. Yeah, where, find the that. heaviest thing that you have that has the Chiefs on it and wear that on Wednesday if you're going to the parade because... This is not going to stay the way that it is. Uh, it was so beautiful I yesterday. Know. It was the same temperature in Miami as it was in Kansas City. That was for a reason. You know, something was shining down on us. They could have shined a little earlier. Like, we didn't need all that <laughs> stuff in the fourth quarter. But, like, I'll take it. Jordan Silver on the bus. Yeah, people going crazy over the halftime show yesterday. Like, really crazy. Those that weren't, you know, involved in either of the teams that were playing, the people that watched just for... The halftime show. I mean, when you turn on the news this morning, it's like the greatest halftime show that has ever played. Calm down. Right? I it thought was it there. was decent. Like, it was a good performance. But n- when people started shouting out that this is the greatest ever and that they need to praise these performances, I was like, we need to back down a bit. Yeah, absolutely. We left PNL during halftime and so we had to rewatch the halftime show on YouTube by the way that 14 minute performance uh, the video on YouTube you have just every 2 minutes there's a commercial so if you didn't see it live you're totally screwed but looking back at the list of like the best performances of all time for the halftime show thrillist put together the all of them they ranked all of them number 1 being prince i don't i never got into prince that much 
I was a late bloomer in Prince, but he's a beautiful soul. Mm. Also, they put the Lady Gaga Super Bowl performance from three years ago, nineteen on the list of of twenty six. Well, already I don't believe them because that was one of the best. She literally came from the roof and then caught a football at the end. That way she played, she performed, she did it live. There was no lip syncing. Come on, I mean, I love. Pop music, and I, I do appreciate both Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, but I don't I don't get it. Also, super high on this list is the one with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, of course. Was that the with with the wardrobe malfunction? That was the wardrobe malfunction one, which maybe that's the only reason that that got so high. I, it's just, you know, watching watching them now, they're not even it's not even music at this point. It's like, hey, this is a third of the chorus of one of my songs. Let's just turn over here and just blow everything else up and then do a third of another song here. Then here comes somebody that I collaborated with and let's do two lines from our song and just restart. Like, can you just play a whole song? So, would okay. Don't you remember when TRL did that? Played the whole songs? Well, yeah, TRL on MTV back in the day. Oh, Carson Daly, I can't stand him. Well, they used to play the entire music video at the very beginning, but mm-hmm. then towards the end of the years of that show, it was just like, all right, and our number five spot is like a screenshot of the music video. They just cut the everything out of, they cut the heart out of it. I don't know. What did you think of the halftime show? I thought there were some performances that were provocative, and I thought, uh, I believe, was it J-Lo who had, had her... Lady Pad hanging out. Oh yeah, I heard that. You texted me about that. Yeah. I, of course, you'd be the one. I mean, it just well, you you don't make an outfit that has a white looking pad. All right, I'm done with this. Follow the show. Instagram.com/slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Looking out at Shawnee Mission Parkway right now, it is hilarious. Like two minutes ago, one lonely AT and T truck drove by, but <laughs> it is not like it usually is out there. Everyone is taking off today. For 7.30. You know, we should be, like, packed in rush hour. There's yeah three cars out there, I see. Yeah, there's, like, a ghost. That's it. That's <laughs> crazy. Hmm. Well, it's a big day. It's important. Apparently, they're, everyone's taking school off. <laughs> See, they're letting kids out of school on Wednesday to celebrate this, which is amazing. This is the first time this has happened in 50 years. Super proud of the Chiefs. Yesterday, I had to watch it in the heart of Kansas City. And that's what PNL was. Did you feel the energy and excitement? I still stand by the fact that it was the absolute most miserable time, but also the most amazing time. All mixed together. So no regrets? No, of course no regrets. There's no way to do that. But um, I watched it in PNL, 30,000 people in one city block. You watched it at home. Yeah. We had two different, completely different ways of watching this fantastic game. Yeah, well, I got, like, jumped into the Kansas City community last year. Really, like, all the, like, you don't belong here, blah, blah, blah. It's all good now. Mm-hmm. And now I really feel like a Kansas City, and, and especially going down to PNL to watch the game. I think I might have been the only one at the station that was stupid enough to do that. You know. <laughs> The newest one here mm-hmm. in Kansas City. But, I mean, that was the height of the excitement, you know. That's where a lot of people, 30,000 people in basically one city block in the KC Live block. 30,000 people. I thought about going, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah. 
I did. And mm. we are going to, right now, compare what it was like watching the big game, the two places that we watched it, because you were at home. I was. I was fam. enjoying that with the family. Uh, this will be interesting to see the differences in how you and I enjoyed this. <laughs> Shall we? Yes, please. All right, I've got a list. Let's go. All right, before the big game, I was watching my the movie My Girl until kickoff. Okay, well, watching the big game at PNL, we left at 11 o'clock to walk three blocks and had to wait in line three hours to just get into the thing on Grand, which wasn't even the KC Live block. Gross. Uh, well, before watching My Girl, I was able to enjoy it in just kind of some sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt. I was able to be comfy and didn't have to care what anybody thought of me. Well, watching the game, watching the big game at PNL, I wore Spanx just in case I'd be photographed. <laughs> you had to squeeze that in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, watching the big game at home, I was able to watch. My brother came down for the weekend for the first time in a long time, and I was able to enjoy their company. Watching the big game at PNL, there was a white man in a chief's poncho and full Native American headdress. <laughs> and they were selling the headdresses down in PNL. Full headdresses. Did you buy one? No! How much were they charging for? I have no idea. I just mm. walked by and was like. Well, watching the big game at home, uh, the personal space that I had, uh, basically the entirety of my four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath house, so much room for activities that I could, didn't have to worry about the people invading my personal bubble. What was it like for you? Watching the big game at PNL, I could frame someone for murder with all the stranger DNA that I got on my body. Ew. There was no personal Gross. space. 30,000 people, we were packed like sardines. Ugh. Were other people like sweating on you? Yeah, it was 60 degrees. That's warm. <gasps> I was sweating on other people, too. Not everybody was disgusting. We all were. It was gross. gross. Also watching the big game from a house, I had access to the bathrooms. There was enough that we each had our own personal bathroom. 30,000 people, four bathrooms. Mm. Bathroom line was two hours at PNL. Watching a game at PNL. They did that wrong. You could have came to my house, gone to the bathroom, and gone back to PNL within the time allotted that you stood in line. I thought about that. I thought about just doing other things as well. Oh. Also, watching the big game at home, I was able to keep my costs down. My drinks were $1.99 for a two-liter of cherry Coke. Watching the big game at PNL, they literally ran out of everything. The only thing that was left was, like, vodka. I thought they said they were going to order, like, ten times more food for everybody. Well, we that's food. We're talking drinks right now. Okay. And, um, no, the, <laughs> there were two bartenders. Two. 30,000 people. How long did you have to wait for drinks? Two hours. Everything was such a way. That's why I'm saying it was absolutely miserable, but it was also the greatest time ever. Mm. All right. I guess watching the big game from home for food, I had two bowls of ice cream and some chip and dip. And I already had that stuff in my refrigerator, so it didn't cost me anything. Watching the big game at PL for food, I had a $34 euro, almost got in a fist fight with the guy about fries because I swear to God I asked for fries. And if they didn't charge me, for fries, then I really did eat a $34 euro, and the only place to sit down and eat my euro, because obviously it was very messy, was on top of a tomato with tzatziki sauce, so I got it all over my pants. Oh, I couldn't do that. Well, watching the game from home, I was able to watch it on my 58-inch 
television, which is in 4K, which was broadcast for the first time this year. Watching the big game at PNL, I learned the back of some guy's neck in Kansas City very intimately. Can mm. you shave it? No. No. Well, watching the big game from my house, I was able to watch the commercials, although I did have to tell my brother to be a little quiet because I wanted to hear him, but I enjoyed them all. I don't know where the sound was at PNL when we were watching the big game. You could see it, but you couldn't hear anything. But that's actually fine with the commercials because they all look like a bunch of downer commercials anyway. I'm only interested in the car commercials, to be honest. And watching the big game from home, I was perfectly safe in my little cocoon of the comfort of my own couch, surrounded by stone and mortar. Watching the big game at PNL, at any moment we were like, oh God, there could be a mass shooting. (gasps) It's just an unsafe feeling. It sucks that that has to be what you think of. I mean, they did have metal detectors, but Mm -hmm. you never know. Also watching the big game from the comfort of my own home, I had to buy some championship gear, of course. So I went online, made a few clicks, and was able to get the things that I wanted without dealing with the terrible crowds. Watching the big game at PNL, the lines were so long to the stores that I bought something off the streets. And now I have a t-shirt that says, Kansas City Chefs. Catch Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. I will say that, you know, now that I'm a Kansas City and I get it, I get that there's two different places. But if you're not from here, it's very confusing. Absolutely. Like when when Laszlo started talking to me about the job, I started looking up stuff in Kansas City, Missouri. And I was like, this is amazing. I can't wait to live here. I found these historic places. There's this amazing, booming city with all these cool things going on. And then I was like, where's the station? And he goes, Mission, Kansas. And again, I hadn't been out here yet. And so I was like, oh, my God, is that like four hours from this cool place that I thought that I was going to move? But in reality, this is just I'm moving in the middle of nowhere. I mean, why would you know if you're not from here? Because you're the president. <laughs> you know. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We cannot leave today without having a little jam session, I guess. Or what is that giant thing? I thought that was something you smoke weed out of. No, no, no. So I was pretty confident in our ability to win the big game that I went to a thrift store that was doing a 75% off sale. And I bought a five-foot-long horn, basically a trumpet that's just straight, so I could blow the horn outside every time the Chiefs scored a touchdown. And you put your mouth on it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to see if I can blow it? I want to hear that very much. This is a giant, it's four feet, it's very, very thin, BuzzFam, um, with a little tube on the end. and I. It's basically what they used to announce the Kings back in the day. Okay. Okay. How much did you pay for this thing? $7. Okay, cool. And you just put your mouth right on it. (laughs) I do. (laughs) And you don't know how old it is. It's at least 60 years old. And you don't know if the person that had it before you died of coronavirus. It's possible. Blow it. (laughs) All right. Wow. Uh, I was not a trumpet player. No, oh, like the whole thing with the pursing your lips and stuff. Yeah, you can't just blow a, in it's it. It's got a full fledged oh, uh, mouthpiece there. Wow. No, um, that sounded like an elephant. <laughs> but it did. Y- you did that in Raytown every single time every we scored single, something? Yeah, if you heard some loud 
I guess a horn last night, every single time the Chiefs scored a touchdown, that was me blowing the horn. Oh, I had so much fun. We had such different experiences. I was, was I was sardined in with 30,000 people in power and light. But I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. When what? people are really nice, sometimes it's like, all right, mm, are you really that nice? Are they faking it? Yeah, are they faking it? Because, like, in very stressful situations, when you only have, like, a moment to react, yeah. to me, that's who people really are. And then everything else is just kind of, like, covering over and thinking about what they're saying and thinking about what comes out of their mouths. And I'm trying to say that with even the nicest people that you will ever meet, if you add one thing... You see who they really are, and they're all really horrible people. Like what? You'll understand in four minutes. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. I mean, people react very differently in stress, and it's the kind of thing that you hopefully don't have to deal with very much, so you kind of don't know how you react when you're stressed. Basically, what I'm trying to say is people go dark when they watch football, and the things that come out of their mouths are insane. Nice little Patricia's got a few mean bones in her body. I don't know what that means, but yes. No, I, like I watch the game with, you know, I watch the PNL and I'm watching it with my friends that are like teachers and nurses and you know just like these really helpful jobs, right? But the things coming out of their mouth, I cleaned some of them up. You, you wrote them down. I can remember them. <laughs> oh, okay. Translating them from profanity to English. Oh, boy. Let's see how this goes. Um, I hope that gentleman injures his gosh darn neck. Mm-hmm. was one of them. I hope that our team injures you in such a way that you are no longer able to produce children. Whoa. Tell that incredibly effeminate man to get up. Uh, that player is so terrible, the only thing he can catch is a sexually transmitted disease. Like, <laughs> the language uh. and the ways that people just go so dark when they watch football. Do you think this is truly how they feel or just the moment where they can get the expression without actually hurting other people? No, this is truly how they feel. Do you, like, deep down inside, everyone's awful. Do you <laughs> look at them differently when you hear these words that come kind out of their mouth? of. It's like play the football game. That's fine. But you don't have to be telling someone that you wish that their neck would break. Like, do you really wish that this person's neck would break? Maybe it's just in the the fun and the thrill of the excitement. It's just we go barbaric. We turn into like the Roman death match. Like watching those things where it's like a dude versus a lion back in like the old Roman days. That's the kind of primal way that people get when they're watching a stressful football game. I'm telling you, man. Oh, it's so fun to observe the animalistic intrinsicies. It is. And then people start getting mad at each other, oh. especially when we're down. It was just... I don't know. I like seeing a sweet old lady getting all pissed off and screaming at the television and telling some young person to go break their neck. Oh, the four things that I read were totally were from my friend that's a nun. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Fred on the bus. Besides our Chiefs winning everything yesterday, which was amazing, and all the celebratory stuff that's going on this week about it, there's a packed show 
for the rest of the week as well. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Mm. I've got DJ Tiberius coming in uh, tomorrow around 820. He's the dude that taught me how to like, wicka, wicka, like DJ. He came in six months ago. Brought his stuff and we went wicka wicka with it. But yeah, no, he's been my inspiration to learn how to DJ because I've got some gigs coming up, including the one at the uh, American Heart Association Silent Disco on Friday at Parlor. All the information, 965thebuzz.com, and we'll be giving out tickets to that tomorrow. Chatting with him about that. Also, you know, we've got the things that we always do mortified, we've got uh, forgotten bangers. Mm, Reigning champ here, am I? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see at this point. Um, but it looks like <laughs> I've been looking outside, okay, BuzzFam. I've been looking outside, and it was very busy about 30 seconds ago. So I was about to say something like, okay, maybe people aren't taking the entire day off. They're just going into work a little bit later no. from the red flu. There's no cars right now. But now there's <laughs> no cars. It is literally a Saturday morning. So you know what that means? That what? means I think you need to play your trumpet, and we need to go. You want me to play this again? Yeah, Chris brought this bought this four-foot trumpet elephant thing, and I guess he played this every time we scored a point yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the worst sound ever. Yeah, I need a practice. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.